Thank you so much, Arizona and Tanea, for coming in to chat to us about the Rugby World Cup. We just get a little bit of an intro from both of you and a background, if you don't mind, please. Awesome. All right then, um, I'm Tanea um, from Maharangi. Mm -hmm. um, played rugby up there all my life, and now I'm a part of the North Harbour Rugby Women's. Yeah, and I get to, I'm lucky enough to co-captain that team this year. So first year co-captaining um, it, so I'm really excited. Yeah, really happy. With Hayley? With Hayley yeah, Hutani, yeah. yep, so yeah. she's my nice. co-captain. Beautiful, beautiful lady, eh? Young squad. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my, my intro is not as great, but Quarra is an alleged talk wingwa, Heria Hono Terarua, me whakatohia. And then my dad would make sure that I just correct myself there and uh, pay homage to Samoa, Fiji, and Tonga. So um, that's kind of who I am as a person. And then just naturally, probably the connect into this world is um, I'm a director on the County's Monaco Rugby Board. Uh, and I am the content and comms specialist for the Rugby World Cup 21, playing out in about 38 days, I think, from this filming. So um, it's, it's a pretty hectic time for us. Um, but yeah, if, if I could put it one way, I, you know, I, I pay tribute to Te Rarua, Whakatohia, Samoa, Tonga, Fiji, and if rugby could be a blood, it'd probably be something that runs through my stream. So. All yeah. of it. Yeah, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. That's pretty much Queen of Rugby. Yeah, yeah. One chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> rugby is it. So, both of you have been so heavily involved in it. How did you actually start? Where, where, where did your rugby journey kind of begin? Uh, I feel like it started before I was born, you know? Like, it was one of those typical stories where you were brought up in the game. And I think for me, though, the natural uh, pathway of involvement in the game was maybe a bit different. So my brother had it quite easy. He could pick up a ball, go for a run, and have a team he could go play in. And at the time, I didn't feel like I had the same type of avenue. So I was a volunteer. So I was a volunteer since I was seven, six, Nah, seven oh. at County's <laughs> Monaco Rugby. Um, I was giving out sandwiches, replacing oh. RT batteries, like finding nice. every way to commit to the game behind the scenes. And yeah. then I fell in love with that part and just like being able to contribute to what it means for our athletes to be able yeah. to run out and have the best time. Yeah. That's where I found kind of my part in the Whoa. game. And so what am I, 26, going on 27 now, so 20 years service in the game. Yeah. Um, and very proud of it too. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. not all of us can be super athletes like tonight. No, no, that's why you are. in a different way. So, how did you get into, obviously, got the good genes of being able to play the sport? <laughs> <laughs> how did you get into it? Oh, honestly, honestly, when I came out, I was thrown straight into the rugby boots, to be honest. My dad is the meanest ad advocate for rugby eh? and he so he straight away put me in the boots um had me and my younger brother he held me back a few years in the j1 oh j7 j8 so i could train with him and we could all go to the same games nice. yeah so i stayed in there and i went uh, all the way up through the clubs um through maharangi club rugby and ended up in once i got too old for that i went to school rugby and i was able to find the girls and there and I got to represent through all of Maharangi College and then from there I got told I should go join a rep team as well so came here representing the harbour you know the one hibiscus the one hibiscus so yeah I've been lucky enough for my rugby journey to continue growing through there um, from just starting out in the under 18s to coming up to the Farrah Palmer Cup um, and now being able to captain them is just a dream come true now eh? yes. and it's real awesome um, being lucky enough to represent the Blues um, hopefully going for the Blackburns eh? it's always that big shiny title Absolutely. Yeah. awesome woman up there yeah. doing awesome work but yeah and I think my my connection to rugby that I want to grow the game is also like 
creating those pathways, so how I had to come or like got to come through the club ways and found my way through the boys team. Mm. Now I want to create a pathway maybe for the girls to jam a bit of rugby yeah. so they don't have to jam everything else. They can, you know, come away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that kind of why you led into more of like leadership leadership roles with, yeah. with it? Is that where you kind of feel like you've got, got I, yourself to? Yeah, I think that helps. Like I'm all about um, inspiring and and promoting women's rugby so mm. I'd definitely love to set a platform or be that aspiration to for one of the young girls to want to achieve yeah. like maybe I hope as long as I change someone's life like one person's life be it anyone mm. um, girl or boy but if they find that easier rugby journey due to something I've done then I'd be happiest but yeah. You've done it on the field Zona you've obviously like you mentioned governance level and then also went over first indigenous slash New Zealander to ever go over to like the girls G20 summit in Tokyo yeah like what was that kind of journey and your leadership looking like because I mean on the field it's you, you get to be co-captain is like or captain is like mm. the best mm. what's it for for our kind of people that don't play <laughs> yeah I think um probably for me if we link that that journey over to Tokyo through to now with uh counties mm. one of the things for me was that because I had placed myself so much in in roles of service you know like sandwich deliverer <laughs> battery rt replacer yeah. um i think i had lost a little bit of my own leadership skill set just because you're naturally always on the go and you're always just not that service isn't leadership but i had very much become a part of that model of leadership and thought change could only be made on the ground so on so forth and all of a sudden i had found my way over to tokyo and was reminded actually leadership can happen throughout all of these different levels, you know, sitting at governance, there is a high opportunity to make impact that maybe I might have been throwing stones about on the ground because I mm. didn't understand how all of those mechanisms kind of work together to create bigger change. Mm. So coming back off of that trip from Tokyo, I was like, I need to find my way into spaces like that. And without realizing that actually the door wasn't quite open for people like me, like my yeah. profile, the, the, the door just wasn't existent, which is why I didn't know about it, you know, yeah. growing up, yeah. because yeah. I thought, yeah. man, the best thing you can do is lead the sandwich yeah. deliverers, you know, like, yeah. which is, hey, love a sandwich <laughs> deliverer. Yeah, so it was yeah. just about, yeah, and uh, really understanding how change can be made at different levels um, yeah. and trying to become the master of that for me, like yeah. wanting to go into a room and, and not get schooled because I actually know my stuff and I've done my time and I've mm. done my work and research. Mm. And that's what I find myself doing now, especially sitting at counties. Um, they've been an awesome board in all honesty. I've been mm. very lucky, I would say, to step into a board that's really willing to, mm. to hear me out and hear some of the things I've got to say. Yeah. Um, but beyond that, it was yeah more just the comprehension of going, oh, you can sit at a table and, and make just as much change or a different element of change mm. in comparison to um, fighting from the ground up as yeah. well. So that's actually a really awesome point that you mm. make because I feel like a lot of us probably do only have that kind of, well, you know, we're, we know service leadership, mm. you yeah. know, but being able to kind of um, broaden like that, like you're mentioning, there's actually a hell of a lot of other elements that you can contribute. Mm. Have you been able to, is it like finding it for yourself and then passing it on to others as well to be like, hey, wait, we can actually contribute in, in all of these areas, not just potentially one that we might have thought? Yeah, that, I think a that, part of the superpower that I get to bring into the rooms like boards is that mm. I've done 
I've been on the ground and I've done that service leadership. So you have the relationship to the people who are out there every day for game day. Yeah. Um, you have an understanding for the type of work that's done at that level. And this isn't to say that no one else at the table doesn't have that experience, but I, I truly feel coming into spaces, I feel a little bit more confident. Mm. Um, you know, yeah. I got a bit of a bounce in my step about being backing like what I think is happening on the ground because I've been there and I've yeah. been doing it for years. Like So being able to really step into spaces um, and then have that two-way relationship. So coming back and going, what's going on guys? Like, well, what's yeah. wrong? Is there something that we can be doing to, to be better at a board level? What do you need mm. in the next mm. five years? Because that's what boards are looking at. Yeah. Strategies for the next five to 10 years, right? So instead of maybe let's say, um, we might have a ticketing issue now, how yeah. do we mitigate that in the next five to 10 years? You yeah. need to tell me so I can take it to that space. Or if you find yourself being confident enough, do you want me to help prepare a seat for you and you can come in and have that yeah, chat yourself yeah. from your own voice and from your own experience? So um, it's a huge responsibility, mm. uh, but I think if you let it be a huge responsibility, then it'll overwhelm you. So just taking it bit yeah. by bit. What do you feel like has been kind of the biggest kind of challenges then for you going from, you know, being on the operational side to, to you know, looking at wanting to be in the governance level? I think it's a shift in mindset that's always yeah. been the hardest part because you do want things to happen now and tomorrow <laughs> and you know you've, you're identifying issues that are happening in the real time but I think the the skill set I've had to really learn is to step back and, and be strategic about the way in which yeah. I approach change. Mm. Um, going, if I've got an issue with something now, I could either argue for a band-aid solution that's probably only going to last us till next season, mm -hmm. or I can really work with the people at my table and go, how do we actually make sure that this never happens again? Yeah. And it might take a bit longer to get there, but it'll be a more sustainable solution. So yeah. I'm very impatient in the way that I want <laughs> things to happen right now. And I know a lot of my people in my community are like, now, like yeah. it needs to happen yeah. now. Yeah. What are you doing exactly. now? You're changing it. And that's yeah. probably change. like the pressure as well for me mm. has been something that I've really uh, had to sit myself down on and just the pressure of knowing who I am and the communities that I bring in with me and not letting that overwhelm me as well. Mm. So um, yeah, I think it's just been a real, a real uh, test of time for me and just making sure that yeah, for every moment that I'm at a board that I can sit back and know that even just my existence in that space is a hell of a mm. move at the, at the moment where we are mm. currently with governance. It shouldn't be yeah. moving forward, but yeah. um, I think, yeah, just being able to just be real with myself and know yeah. that for every second I'm there, that is resistance, that is change, that is movement, yeah. uh, because at board level, a lot of things don't feel like they're moving fast yeah. because we yeah. are looking so far ahead or trying to be quite strategic about what mm. we do. Do you think that kind of resonates with you as a player, Tanea, around actually having to know yourself like completely to be able to affect change on the field but yeah. with also within your teams? Do you kind of hear similarities? Yeah, I, or? I've been nodding the whole time, like, <laughs> I might just look like blank but I'm thinking, I'm like, wow, you're like, like from that point of view, it's, it's definitely like on the field, it, you have to display that all the time as well, like we have to know ourselves, like you've said, um, like I have to be confident in myself to be able to know what I want to change in our mm. team. If mm. there's a change needed, then I might have to like, um, display that or change that mm. in my own way by like leading everyone around yeah. and um, displaying it in the best possible way yeah. so yeah what are some of the challenges being for like from a player's perspective being oh, yes. you know or, yeah, or yeah, even yeah, like yeah. a I know that you're a Tanya Dalton Foundation Scholarship yeah, recipient yeah. so like what are the kind of challenges that you're hoping to help um, you know make better for the, for yeah. the girls and the boys coming through rugby it's always the same like a few of the challenges like that we get is uh, like that that young 
group that we have. Like we've always got a young group as it, people like uh, are always moving, are always having mm. um, different shifts and ways. So it's just always trying to keep um, like our community in our community, like trying to keep people filtering <laughs> through. Eh? Like we don't want them shooting mm. off. Yeah. Come away, come play. Like, like we need you to stay. Yeah. Come back. Yeah, come, come back. Stay here. Stay here. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's always just a bit like that, eh? It's because um, everything happens here through school, and we all build up through the age groups. Mm, but. Yeah. Um, we're trying to create a place where we want people to look at us and think, wow, they, they're doing something cool over there, eh? Yeah. Like, we want to be a part of that. So I think yeah. just creating that awesome um, shift in our, in our team will be yeah. able to, in our community, will be able to bring those people, like-minded people around. Okay. Yeah. What kind of um, environment then is it, you know, if you want people to yeah. be like, that's the place I want to go to. Like, yeah. I want to be a part of that team. I want to yeah. go under Tanea. Yeah. Like, what is it that you are trying to build? What kind of culture is it that you kind of want? We want that one that you feel like fully connected. Like you walk in the door and you'll hear the laughs. Like you'll hear the vibes. You feel the vibes, eh? Like we don't want anyone coming in and thinking, oh, they're not accepted or like, oh, I'm from somewhere. They won't, they don't want me here. Like we want everyone to feel accepted. We're in our home mm. as well. Like just like inviting anyone in. Like you leave your shoes at the door, that's that. And you come in here, this is, this is family now, yeah. So we just want to create that, that homely feeling like, like you're welcome always. Yeah. Yeah. Well, kind nice. of um, to get there, you know, it's so hard yeah. because everyone has to like obviously be working on their own journeys and mm. then collectively as yeah. a team. Mm. Like, how do you, how do you, how would you both describe yeah. your leadership style in that sense then? Because <laughs> if you want people to be coming on with yeah. you, we all, we all want to be going to the same journey, you know, no, same destination. Mm. How would, if someone was to ask you, describe your leadership, how would you describe it? Um, if I was if I was asked or anyone would know that the way I try to lead myself and um, show myself to the world is if I say something I'm gonna try to do that like, I'm going to do that because yeah. I want to lead by example like, mm. I want people to lead um, follow or support me because they know that I'll I'll do as I say as I've said yeah. so if I'm saying something they can expect me to be there like if I've said I'm gonna be and come help you out this day I'm gonna I'm gonna show up mm. yeah. Is yeah. Does it change? Has it changed? I think it's it, changed. It, it sounds like it's changed from yours. Yeah, yeah, I definitely think mine has changed. I think uh, 18 year old me would be very wary of trying to keep everyone happy. Yeah. And um, I was just watching like a trailer last night for the new Ming documentary that's going to come out around uh, commission. Oh, I think he's commissioner. The oh, race right, relations. Um, oh. And he goes, you know, I, I'm, I'm not in this leadership position to be liked or to keep people happy. I'm here to do the right mm. thing. And I thought that was quite powerful because that's probably, I'd say, the shift of my leadership has been, I thought it was all about keeping people happy. And yeah, yeah there's probably communities that I, I obviously want to keep happy and I, I want to represent. But moving forward into this era of my leadership, I'd say it's quite calculated. Yeah. It's about choosing the battles that I do want to go into and, and the people that I do want to represent, but also mm. making sure that maybe if a decision hasn't gone our way or if I know it's going to cause a bit of upset, mm. being that communication piece to come back and go, hey, like, it might not have gone this way, but here's how how it did go down, and here's what yeah. we did win. And just yeah. it, it doesn't mean that we should be happy with the outcome, but I think it has meant that I've had to take a few knocks around, like yeah. not keeping everyone happy, yeah. and um, yeah. that's come down to I think the Libra in me that loves to keep everyone happy, <laughs> very people pleasery type. 
uh, character growing up and my, my dad's the same he's a Libra like we, we very much have same. grown up and you know like yeah, yeah, yeah. you want to keep They're everyone very happy. balanced people yeah <laughs> agreed so I think I've yeah matured into a space where now it's about calculating and, and really saying um, when you want to go into battle go in hard and, and go in unapologetically mm. but sometimes when you think oh it might be a loss for us but it's a it's at a smaller risk than it would have been if I didn't fight for that other thing. Yes, um, but actually winning some is, is probably more important to me now. Yeah. So, yeah. There's a skill to that though, right? Because like what I can hear from it is like you also have to be conscious that you do have to go back to communities that you have to serve and it might not be what they necessarily wanted mm. and it might not understand how much is required to actually shift that kind of stuff. Mm. Does that mean that you've had to upskill in a, a whole lot of different areas as well? Yeah, and yeah, so like, well, what, what is it? What has been your biggest <laughs> lesson? I reckon, because um, board language in itself is just a completely different dialect, you know? Like, and I don't think people who have grown up in that and, and been privileged enough to really grow up in that arena understand actually how different the lingo can be sometimes. So Not coming, accessible? Oh, no. no. We're, we're working on it, you know? Um, but I do think, like, even just around, let's say, the financials, right? Mm. I yeah. suck it with money. It's just yeah. not my thing. I'm a wordsmith, but yeah. give me cash, and I'm just like, what's yeah. happening here? And I've had to really find myself in uh, around some of that language, even for example. So, mm -hmm. being able to better understand um, our finance chat has meant that I become a better governor or a better director because mm -hmm. then I can help communicate maybe why um, uh, for fifty cents. As a woman's player, it might not be equal to the dollar, but here's how we're going to move it, and here's how we're shifting over five years. Like mm. that's not chat I would have been having three years ago. Like yeah. let's be honest, yeah. I would have been like, yeah, that's yeah. dumb. Like, <laughs> you know, like, but, yeah. Being able to better understand it means I can yeah. be maybe a more accessible more type open. of director yeah. to yeah. our athletes, uh, not just our athletes, to our community. Um, but I do think it has taken time on my end to sit down and read about what. P&L's meant because yeah. for ages people were yelling P&L because P&L like trying you know, to find all the acronyms. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, lemonade. Probably the first year of my directorship would have very much been like just trying to decipher what is going on and people would take that as maybe quiet leadership and I think mm. in the first couple meetings my directors were like does she speak? Like she's pretty mute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but but what they soon learnt was that I was just being a sponge and trying to figure out the yeah, parts so that cool I didn't up. understand really. And yeah. and but it does take work. It yeah. takes your own time and your own effort. Yeah. Unless you do put your hand up and go, oh, yeah. I don't get this. Can someone explain it to me? And because I've been really lucky to be on a board where people have that patience and have that time, yeah. they've actually probably fast tracked my learning because yeah. I feel comfortable enough to go. So what the heck is this PNL? Yeah. Who's PNL? He's never here. Like, you know, just trying to figure that out. So we're there now, but um, definitely a learning curve for me. Yeah. yeah. Have you felt like then for both of you, like the, you know, because you're in different, we're all contributing in different spaces in yeah. the rugby. Mm. Who has it been for you to actually want to stay in rugby? Like, who was it that inspired you to get into the code, yeah. but then actually also remain, like, remain staying here? Yeah. yeah. Do you have a particular person or people that you had uh, yeah. to look to? I guess people, like my why is always my family. Yeah. So they're uh, the ones that got me into it and mm. they always push me every day. Every time I wake up, you got a message like, are you running yet? Are you running outside? <laughs> <laughs> like, like still keeping me on track and everything. <laughs> keeping me accountable. Eh? But um, I guess they're the ones that got me into it. But the people um, that make me want to drive and make me get up every morning to try and make 
rugby a better community and a better space is probably the young ones in the my community that have pushed me and helped me so mm. I'd want to make it more accessible for them more mm. um, an open like area and playing field for them to come in and join in but yeah yeah that's cool that for you is family yeah, yeah, right? I'd say family uh, but for probably a different motive so yeah. Um, yeah. dad being uh, an athlete first but then a RDO uh, at counties mm. yeah he was obviously soaked up during the weekends and the only time that we could spend with him was if we tagged along to game day with yeah. him, right? Yeah. So yeah. I kind of found my love backwards in a way that it meant that I could spend time with my dad, mm. um, that I could feel important to yeah. my dad, like all of these yeah. things, right? So I think that probably uh, led me in, but mm. in terms of the stickiness of staying in the, the industry, I'd say um, the growth of content actually, like it's not yeah. a person, yeah. but I do think the growth of content has been something I'm really interested in being yeah. a comms grad and yeah. really wanting to, um, like when I was 15, I got my first camera and um, I just used to, I used to be my dad's shadow. He was yeah. the first 15 coach, it was a college. <laughs> I just used to be a shadow with this camera and capture moments oh, wow. that weren't your average sports photography, but mm. were just moments that I really cared about. Yeah. And I found actually a love for being able to tell that story behind yeah. behind mm. a loss in a final and behind a win yeah. in a final. Like yeah. I really had an appreciation for that space. So mm. content has, the growth of content's probably kept me mm. uh, really interested in this space and being able to feel like an asset to the yeah. space probably. Yeah. Um, and then probably I would say the final group of people would be um, just the women who are smashing it in this arena, you know, they've given me hope that, well, I mean, I'm not probably going to play for the harbour, but like, <laughs> I, I do say, like, you, you know, uh, growth of the women's game uh, at yeah. a board level has meant that I, I just remain completely loyal to the sport and really yeah. want to stay in the game. So, people like yourself, Ash, um, mm. coming through that journo space and really yeah. giving us a voice in, in the storytelling arena, yeah. that's been really, that's meant a lot to me. And mm. um, Dad, obviously growing up being a yeah. fan of the Stanleys, <laughs> has always Family. reminded me of the, um, the talent that you've had. So yeah. even when I was little, he'd always be like, look, to Ash, look to Ash. Oh, so you don't know that, but I'm just letting you know like your influence has been huge yeah. in my life. Um, and probably people like Raylene Castle, like the yeah. people who are really sitting in those high exec spaces within sport, yeah. just showing us like, if you, you want it, here it is now. And, yeah. and it might not have been something that people could chase maybe 20 years ago, but yeah. it's becoming more and more prominent now for a woman to play a role yeah. in sport, whether you're on the field or off the field, yeah. the doors are, I'd like them to come faster, but the yeah. doors are yeah. there now. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. Mm. So the places and the positions that people can actually, there's actual pathways to do a hell of a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm saying not just obviously playing is a huge no. aspect, it is the main but product, the but you can, if you can't get to that kind of level, yeah. mm. then you've you can't got, a ball. if you can't, if you're just not coordinated <laughs> in that sense and you're not being blessed with that kind of talent, then you can moves. talk about the content aspect or you yeah. can do like the journalism kind of side. And Agreed. you know, the content aspect in terms of the women's game, mm. it's only yeah. going to get, like I know, it's yeah. only going to get messed, because you know, Growing. like I want to hear what Tanea does as co-captain leading into her semi-finals this weekend, yeah, yeah. possibly even her finals, you Agreed. know, but I don't feel like, you know, like, or, or there's not anything, um, there's not as much, but it is growing with people like yourself. Yeah. There's yeah. content there that, and stories there to be told mm. by yeah. a hell of a lot of people. Yeah. And actually, all of the content's looking pretty fire these days as well. Yep. Young kids are coming in and making it like, they, they might as well have their own kind of channels <laughs> and everything, just with the amount of talent that you can have yeah. in, in terms of like the content side, right? Yeah, um, yeah. It's definitely, yeah. I reckon too, like we've got a grace of the disconnect where like, uh, traditional marketers are just like yeah do whatever so these creatives yeah. are like yeah like they run and they make this really cool content that I yeah. think actually to be honest 
eight or nine years ago would have taken like 10 approvals, a brand <laughs> approval. Like, so, yeah, it's it's moving. And that's and what I love is we're really taking advantage of that gap at the moment. And, and then I think probably mm. once this generation have made it into those managerial spots, there's probably going to be a bit more approval process in <laughs> yeah. place. But um, it, it's a cool time to be a part of content at the moment. Um. In New Zealand, we just need to move a bit faster because we're just, yeah, we're not, we're not leading just yet. Well, mm -hmm. there will be a hell of a lot of content, including this mm. lot, leading into the Rugby World Cup. Yes. So obviously that's going to be here in Aotearoa, New Zealand, come what, October? October 8th? There's been huge women kind mm. of major sporting events here. Yeah. Like, mm. How important then is it to actually have those major events for this very reason, yeah. you know, like so that people can see these pathways? Yeah. Is it, it's massive, right? Yeah. It's, it's, it's huge. It's the yeah. main stage, eh? it's yeah. all the highlight. Yeah. I think it's real easy I, and it's one of those ones where it's real easy for us to talk about it in theory now but we probably still don't understand the impact it's going to have just yet until it's here like yeah. Yeah. we've been excited well, I've been excited about it for oh, a yeah. year right being in this role <laughs> but um, I still ready myself yeah. that we don't know the impact that it's going to have on that mm. young wahine sitting in the stands who mm. probably never saw themselves lifting a cup but we'll see that yeah granted i hope the person lifting a cup is in a black jersey but <laughs> you know because <laughs> uh, you know we want our girls to stay here but uh, nevertheless i think yeah we we're, we're probably still underestimating the impact yeah. that the world cup here is going to have in Definitely. fifa so on fourth yeah. in january yeah. february so yeah well, i've had so many people reach out to me like they're like yeah. Because they ask questions the way that it's branded, it's like the Rugby World Cup, they're like, is that the men's? I'm like, no, 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 come, come sit and listen to who they are, eh? I've got them like, I've got the whole story for you. But no, so nice. many people have reached out and they've asked me, they're like, so this is the Women's World Cup, yeah. like, what does that do? And I've like, been able to explain them and people are interested, like people yeah. that don't even know much about rugby but are interested in seeing this woman's brand yeah. and it's just cool how much like of an impact it's caused on, our, on everyone in New Zealand day. Eh? Is yeah. it where you want to, is that where you want to be? Is, do you see yourself with a black ferns and you have yeah, rugby world yeah. one day? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. definitely. How good. Like one of the goals, one of the main yeah. goals, I chuck on the black jersey one day hopefully. Yeah. So yeah. so much talent, so much to learn yeah. from all our um, from all our skillful um, mm. wahine up in the top levels yeah. but definitely learning from them and making my way up yeah, yeah. your goal zona and like in rugby oh, so playing the world cup yeah 100 <laughs> so be suiting up for the world cup yes yeah. definitely yes um oh i've i think i've got a couple uh hmm. one would probably like long term would definitely be to uh be influential in that space of yeah. either rugby or big sports events i'd love yeah. to see mm. my way into that space what arena i don't quite know yet i feel mm. like it's going to grow even then between yeah. now and whenever i get to achieve that that goal um but probably another one is i'd like i would like to go overseas to do a bit of content growth and content mm -hmm. learning i'm looking at the wnba eyeing yeah. them up i think awesome. they're just you know there's also one spark sport yeah. there we go there we go i'm just in love with the type of content they push out eh? and i, I really yeah. love some of their ethos and it, it has inspired some of the stuff we've done with rugby world cup at the moment yes. um so to go and probably hear it from the horse's mouth would be something yeah. I'd really like to do and then return and then yeah. be able yeah. to influence and be more of an asset to home. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Kind of bring that global perspective but being yeah. able to do it back yeah. here, right? Yeah. Hmm. Always about being that sponge eh? when you're yeah. in those big big type of moments you get oh, to yeah. soak them all in. Then I'll come back with an American accent. Yeah. No. <laughs> 
Oh, bay. USA. No, not at all. A hell of a whole package when you go over to the WNBA. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool too, though. To be able to kind of get that kind of different perspective and to see, because I mean, like, they are, when you look at content, they are massive like they pump yeah. it out every yeah. day all day yeah. so it'd be cool to actually be able to see what you can do when you bring it back here eh? yeah mm. and then it's not to say man we've got some cool people here eh, that oh, is yeah. just like yeah. leading the way in content as well and so yeah. um i just think i'd like to become more of an asset to yeah. this mm. to our landscape of sport yeah. and yeah. i do feel at the moment i'd have to go out and seek some of yeah. some guidance from elsewhere yeah. and then yeah. and come back and go yeah, guys yeah. i got this cool idea yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, because you've already got a con, you make content as well, right? Already. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We've yeah, been yeah. doing some cool stuff uh, with Counties Monaco in yeah. particular. Oh, yeah. Real cool because it's just a creative license there, so yeah. Yeah. we come out with some really yeah. different angles on things. Yeah. Um, one being like jersey presentations, so we've really highlighted. Mm. Uh, not that they haven't been done before, they definitely have. But mm. I think for counties in particular, they're really trying to instill this locality to the team. Yeah. And yeah. so it, it is your mum that's crying and giving you oh, your jersey. It mm. is the boys getting emotional yeah. like those are the moments that sometimes I feel um, if content becomes too approval based we mm. can cut out a lot of those moments and mm. for counties in particular who are just so proud of their province yeah. they like want to see those things they want to see how special these yeah. red black and white hoops mean to mm. um, our athletes so that's been yeah, really yeah. cool to get behind the lens again and, yeah, and have a go so. at that um, but to do it in probably more of the formal capacity would be really nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's the stuff that kind of draws other people in, right? Like yeah. as a consumer, as someone who's watched, I'm like going to yeah. be like, oh, Tanae and her dad, like they yeah. have a shot together and you're like, oh, that's yeah, cool. Now follow. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's kind of, you get that kind of like, yeah. if you haven't watched it before, mm. but you see something else, it's quite emotional. You're like, yeah. oh yeah, actually that draws me in. And yeah, then they're yeah, kind of sucked along. in even yeah, more. Yeah. Yeah. So well, that you're watching, yeah. right? It's just how awesome like social media um, is such a tool today. Like we yeah. have all these tools, and they're so good for like advertising and getting yourself out there. Even if it's not like that, like someone might have taken a shot, and it's yeah. just something someone likes. It's awesome yeah. to follow along. It gets more, more people involved. Eh? Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna ask a couple more questions, and yeah. then that's it. Yeah. <laughs> is it that thing where people, you know, like you're in conversations with people, and they're like either. Oh, there's just too much women in sports stuff. Like, you're mm. you talking about it all the time, there's mm. too much of it. Do you feel like that we've actually, that, that there is too many, too much of it? Or, no, or I don't even like, think we've scratched the top. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't even opened the lid yet. <laughs> it's not even nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it's ironic comments like that um, because if that's the case, mm. then like, there's too much men's sport. You know, like yeah. if, if if we're gonna go down that route, let's let's just let's, balance it up. Go yeah. tit for tat. Like yeah. it's just ironic that the overflow of women's sport yeah. is actually us trying to get to an equality of yeah. what's being broadcast from a men's game. And mm. I don't have the stats on that, and someone's probably gonna be like, "She's wrong." But yeah. <laughs> I just think naturally that's probably my initial yeah. thoughts when stuff like that comes up. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. 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 I always tend to go to just the fact that we're here to play rugby, and this is a yeah. rugby stat. Might not be women, might not be men, but it is talking about rugby itself and that's mm. the platform that we're trying to promote yeah. regardless of the like gender like we had the women's world cup <laughs> going this year yeah. but you know it's promoted as the world cup yeah. and that just yeah. brings people in like they want to be there they want to be yeah. a part of that because it's rugby yeah and like, that's what people love they eh? 
if there's comments like that, like, darling, just say you're sexist. Yeah. Like, it's wrong. okay. You it's don't need wrong. to be here. Do you know what equ equity and equality <laughs> mean? Like, <laughs> those not. Yeah, no, those <laughs> like, let me tell you, the differences between equity and equality. Okay, let me know. That's doing those no, ones. Like, like, uh, yeah, and then yeah, our Ashley yeah. Stanley got in a fight last weekend <laughs> with an <laughs> online troll. No. Okay, let's summarise. Okay, because we've had such an awesome chat, actually, with, with, with both sides. and all sides actually mm. but the one question that I'm going to always end on on these podcasts is yeah. if what would be and you can both go what would be your perfect role in rugby that's hard oh. that's actually hard no what? that's why it's an end that's, that's yeah. the yeah. end of the like summarizing that, I do yeah. love that yeah. uh, oh. even chatting here with you guys today like you're giving me this insight of where because the track I want to go down I want to be sitting at the table that's making those decisions of who's playing where and who's getting the spotlight yeah. like I want to have a say in like yeah. who's getting what so probably my role in rugby I'd, I'd just like to be at the table so yeah. it depends if that's um, managing or yeah. setting up the events or marketing at least yeah. I want to be a part of those conversations eh? yeah. Yeah. yeah definitely change mm. the table I want to captain the black ferns. Taking <laughs> 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 over the world. Yeah, we're going straight no, to the no. top. Um, I, I, honestly, I don't know if the role that I oh, could think of has been created exists. yet. Yeah. Those I feel like ones, that's, eh? yeah, like <laughs> in thinking of it, the, I, I, could, I feel like it would still be very safe to pick some of the roles that currently exist and I don't feel yeah. that they're going to be fit for purpose no, moving forward. So, um, but in arenas of influence, I'd probably say... Uh, either something that means that you can help um, dictate the future of content mm. for rugby mm. uh, whether it's here in New Zealand or worldwide I, I don't yeah. mind that that element um, or potentially yeah the leadership element you know mm. trying to have um, enough influence that you can help guide the leadership of rugby yeah. moving forward uh, because we know our women are coming in strong and yeah. our leadership is actually really going to need to match that or we're going to have some serious problems yeah. so um, those would probably be the two elements mm. but I don't know what the I wouldn't know what the role yeah. uh, itself would be yeah. yeah I love that thank you so much for actually coming to chat about that because like I said we've only just scratched the surface on what we can actually mm. talk about but mm. I hope that you also realize that use sorry i hope you both realize that actually you know people that you look to for inspiration is like that's what you 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 both are now to the mm. younger generation it, mm. it's like that's quite yeah. fuzzy to know that you feel like people are looking to you as well yeah so i'm like yeah. really grateful for you coming in to actually chat about it and mm. like i said we've only scratched the surface so yeah. let's go some more <laughs> come to the world cup <laughs> come to the world Make cup sure come to the rugby world cup